Welcome to the Inc. Productivity Tip of the Day. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Inc. Productivity Tip of the Day. Today's tip. People with high emotional intelligence use this simple language trick to become more persuasive. From Bill Murphy Jr. A long time ago, when I was a fledgling young trial attorney at the U.S. Department of Justice in Washington, I tried a mock case in front of a federal judge with high school students sitting in as a mock jury. It was a training exercise for brand new lawyers, and the facts of the fake case were designed so that it was as close to a 50-50 proposition as possible. Everything turned on our powers of persuasion. After about a day of presenting witnesses and practicing things like cross-examination, the mock jury went off to deliberate. In a real court, they'd do this in secrecy, but since this was a moot court, basically school for new lawyers, there was a closed-circuit camera and a microphone in the room, and we were able to watch in real time. This is where I learned one of the most important rules of persuasion, not just in law, but in life. The jurors started with a vote, 10 to 2, if I recall, in my favor. But then as I watched in mock horror, one of the two jurors who had voted for the other side slowly picked off all 10 of the ones who had originally voted for me, overcoming their objections one by one. The lesson I learned? It went like this. Persuasive people are able to convince other people of their opinions. But very persuasive people can convince people in a way that makes them take emotional ownership of their new beliefs and defend them against other arguments. I had no idea at the time, but the phenomenon I was experiencing had to do with emotional intelligence. In short, I'd done a good job of convincing 10 people that I was correct, but that was a simple, objective, unemotional belief. It was fleeting in comparison with the masterful job that my opposing counsel had done. She had not only convinced people that her take was correct, but she'd led them right up to the last leap of faith and understanding rhetorically cajoling them to make the jump and adopt the belief as their own. As you can imagine, this is a highly transferable and useful skill. As I've studied emotional intelligence in recent years, I've realized that there are a number of very simple linguistic tricks that people can use to make it happen when they want to. Here's one of the simplest. It has to do with grammar, specifically dummy auxiliaries. What's a dummy auxiliary? It's easier to explain by way of example. Imagine three sentences. We should stop by the store on the way to dinner. I think we should stop by the store on the way to dinner. I do think we should stop by the store on the way to dinner. 
The first sentence is a simple declarative statement of plan. The second sentence softens the declarative statement by offering it as the speaker's opinion, almost inviting an alternative view. But the last sentence, I do think, softens it even more, subtly adding additional distance between the subject, I, the thought, and the plan. In this case, the word do is a dummy auxiliary. All other things considered, use of a dummy auxiliary makes the speaker sound either slightly less confident or slightly less sincere, and invites the other person's critical judgment. Imagine, I do apologize for the inconvenience. Do creates literal distance between I and apologize, suggesting insincerity. I do imagine it might be better if we went with plan A. Do as a dummy auxiliary emphasizes the uncertainty of the rest of the sentence. Imagine and might. We do plan to have that all accomplished by your deadline. I'd be more confident if the statement were just, we will finish by your deadline. Now, here's where it all comes together. Sometimes you want to make a case as forthrightly as possible, enticing action rather than debate. The building is on fire. We need to go now. But sometimes, like in my moot court example, or perhaps if you're trying to convince someone in a sales or business context, people with high emotional intelligence understand that you might want to distance yourself from your position in order to create room for someone else to adopt it emotionally as their own. I do think you'll be very happy if you accept the offer. It's up to you, obviously, but I do think you should consider signing a one-year agreement. I'm looking forward to our discussion, but I do want to mention that we're considering other candidates. It's tricky, of course, but people with high emotional intelligence understand that using or not using a dummy auxiliary in the right situation can add a slight, subtle dimension to your meaning, which can ultimately affect whether you reach your goals. Does it work all the time? Of course not. But as I write in my free ebook, Nine Smart Habits of People with Very High Emotional Intelligence, if a subtle linguistic change has only a subtle effect, the culmination of a series of similarly simple linguistic effects can have a profound impact. So give it a try. Master dummy auxiliaries. I do think you're going to find it's worth the simple effort. That's it from Inc. Check back weekday mornings at 6 a.m. Eastern for more tips. Spoken Layer Traffic jams, tailgating, pile-ups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.